Yo, Nicole BZ, and you know everything. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever the world you may find yourself. I am currently in Bali, and there are noises happening. I did a test. It sounds all right to me. It's funny, as an audio engineer, I am pedantic about sound. And so on the one hand, like all podcasts sound like shit to me. But on the other hand, if I got my audio to the audio quality that I wanted, I don't think I would ever release an episode ever. So full permission to stop listening. If the sound is shit, I apologize. Quite honestly, I'm in a zone. I'm in a mood. This is uh, an energy and I'm really feeling it. I've just come off the back of being at this retreat, supporting a bunch of people in business. And there's just, there's so much happening, including in my own business. I'm launching probably the most exciting program of my entire fucking career. Now, when I think about that, I'm like, what about this album? Or what about that business? Uh, Okay, okay, sure. Let's just say at the moment, it is the most exciting thing. And where I think this can go and what I think it can do for any business owner and for you is going to change your life. And I don't like, I get that a song and an album, you know, enabling artists to build sustainable careers to support their families, like, yeah, cool, that's life changing. But I'm really fucking excited about this. So give it to me, okay? And be nice about the audio. All righty. I think now that we've gotten the housekeeping out of away. Let's talk about stepping up. One of the things that's held me back the most in my entire life is the fear of who I would have to be in order to get the things that I want. And I've always been very happy to play behind the scenes, to be backstage. I never wanted my name in lights. I never wanted eyes on me. I'm very happy like doing my own thing with nobody around and playing on my computer. Like a little too happy. It's fucking weird. I actually during some of the times in lockdown and I would go like four or five days without actually engaging with another human were the best days. <laughs> yeah, I'm a weirdo. So I, there's so many stories that I told myself about what I would have to do or what I would have to sacrifice in order to make the money that I want or build the business that I want, especially when it became my own brand. But even in leading other people and hiring other people and, and nonprofits and asking for money, like blah, blah, blah. So that's what I want to talk about today is why we think becoming that version of who you think you need to be has to be bad. And I use that term like very overarching because we're each going to have a different take on this, right? So I'm going to take like kind of two angles in terms of like, what's the fucking problem here? Firstly, like we just haven't had leadership modeled well to us, like to me. Like who inspires me as leader is going to be different than who inspires you. But we sure as shit know the people that pissed us the fuck off. And what I find so ironic is that oftentimes we then become that angry boss, right? So whether it was a caretaker or a teacher or a community leader or like someone who for some reason was in charge of you and the way they showed up literally traumatized you. You spent 10 years in therapy unpacking it, or maybe you're listening to this for that very reason. And so whatever you do, you don't want to be that. We overcorrect, right? And then we still end up being like super controlling. We distrust those around us. We find ourselves micromanaging, asking like really 
snarky questions or we're constantly disappointed by how everybody tries to support us. No one ever does the job that we wanted them to do or the job we thought we taught them to do. We end up bullying, you know, like maybe them, probably ourselves. We're, we're constantly assuming we're getting ripped off, that somebody's trying to do one over on us. We're looking at, you know, all of the invoices and questioning our contractors and our service providers, yet we're not checking like the dinner bill or like we're going and, and filling up shopping carts without looking at like, we're not scrutinizing our own <laughs> habits as much as we would scrutinize others, right? And we think it's business. This is how we're supposed to show up. But like, is it? Does it have to be like that? I talked, I did a couple podcasts on like what I like to think about as like avatar design or character design or, you know, if you're the star of your own movie or your own book, like, are you currently the character you'd want to be playing? And if not, what does that character do? What's their demeanor like? Are they super narky and accusatory and mistrusting? Or are they calm? Are they surrounded by people who are awesome? And who do the job that they would do, even if it's different than the job you would do? Are they grateful? Are they inspired and excited? Or are they turning up because they have to and they want to be the first one there and the last one to leave so that everybody knows they won the I Worked the Hardest Today Award? Are they leading and coming up with new visionary ideas, products, services, markets, partners, financing? Or are they doers. And they're just showing up essentially to make sure everybody else is showing up. When you haven't had a truly inspiring example set for you, you're probably borrowing from other people's examples. And we just established you didn't even like those examples to begin with. Firstly, like, let me just say that's a thousand percent normal. You're not listening to this because you want some ordinary cookie cutter life. You're listening to this because you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> And you like to go against the grain. You like to be a mold breaker. You think differently. You're interested in innovation and creativity and artistry. Maybe you see things that other people can't see. Maybe you're like me. And if someone tells you how to do it, you just have to do the fucking opposite. And it's actually like kind of a giant pain in the ass. But hey, like some of us just like to make things more hard work than they need to be. And and so no, like, if that's the type of leader that you are, find other people. And you're never going to find one person that does it all the way that you want to do it. You're, you're always going to find some flaws, but you can start to create that model. So something like, so there's the bad boss, right? The angry boss. Like, I think that's a pretty familiar, like archetype role character. It's a common role played in books and movies and comedy for sure. But like, what about just that kind of like disgruntled employee, like the person who quit to go do their own thing, but then they kind of still bring that attitude with them. And like, I am raising both hands and all of my feet here, just for the record, my friends, like, please know I'm not coming at this from a like, you're doing this and I'm perfect. No, no, no. And you'll see why when I describe this character, you know, like the Debbie Downer, the person who's always contradicting, who's always taking the devil's advocate the contrarian, the person who is leading from like my way or the highway. There is one way of doing this. And if you don't do it my way, exactly every time it's fucking wrong. And I'm going to spend an hour telling you all the things that you did wrong over and over and over again, even though the job actually got done and it's probably just fine, but it's not my way. So it's wrong. The loner, the person who is constantly isolating themselves and telling themselves 
that no one understands, no one gets it, no one's listening, no one cares. Oh my God. As I say that, like, oh, that might be the one that I resonate with the hardest. Lazy. Telling yourself you're lazy because you, you've only done 12 hours today. You know, you just came off of a retreat and you weren't available as per usual. And then you fucking overbook yourself and double book yourself and like freak yourself out. Like <sighs> accusing you. I remember, I literally remember saying, that's what lazy people say. When I would think about not working all day, not staying up all night, not clearing out my inbox, not executing the plan perfectly. That's excuses for lazy people. Yeah, cool. I want to work with that person. Or being extravagant. You know, this is where I think a lot, we've seen a lot of leaders, you know, they're driving the Lambo and they're living in the mansion and they're maxing out their credit cards and they're living this lifestyle that is just not inspiring for you. But then like, we also find ourselves doing that, like splurging and treat yourself. And I'm not suggesting any of these are good or bad, right, wrong. All I'm suggesting is that if any of this resonates with you, you might be shooting yourself in the foot by trying to be a leader that you don't want to be, or you think you have to be. This is where I use values. And I actually just fine tuned my values. I wanted to pull that up for you, but I'm trying to go fast because like there's lots of noises happening here. My values, if you've been listening at all, you know, excellence, freedom, adventure, fun. So that's super fucking generic, right? And so like I went into that just specifically in terms of business, you know, with adventure, it's always be willing to seek out new opportunities and change the plan for success. Fun, be free and open and surround yourself with people and places that are expansive. And I'm kind of ripping here because that sentence didn't really make sense. But you know what I'm saying? Like getting like really specific. Excellence. Always be willing to go one step further in everything that you do. When I use my values as a filter and especially as a leader, it, it really changes everything. When I think about just sharing that with you right now, so I'm using my vow to use. Am I being excellent? Am I going one step further by not talking about this, by not being excited about it, by not thinking it's like the actual best thing I've ever done? So go one step further, BZ. Talk about it until you feel like people will run away from you if they hear it one more time. And that's cool. Because if you don't want to hear what I got to do, I'm not sure why the fuck you're listening. Is it fun? Like it's super, like another thing about fun is spontaneity. Another thing about adventure is being, you know, when I talk about the pivot, it's like you roll with the punches. It's never going to go according to plan. So how do you maximize that? How do you leverage that? Have fun with it. It's expansive, right? And so as a leader, if I can show up like that, I know I'm doing my job. And I emailed my assistant at what would have been about midnight on a Saturday night for her. I warn everybody that's going to happen with me. I never expect you to reply outside of whatever you consider to be your working hours. These are contractors, so I don't get to tell them what to do with their time or how to do what they do in their time. But I said, I'm pivoting. I want, I'm literally interviewing somebody tomorrow. Can you get that edited? in two days? And can we move the Coco D podcast because of the launch that she and I are doing? And surprisingly, Shannon, I like, I always talk about people in third person because I like don't get permission to talk about them, but Shannon's fucking listening. And I hope you want to work with her for your podcast. So again, her, I think I said at the beginning of this, I heard your shit and show notes. So anywho, Shannon was awesome because what she said was, I'm not sure. I need to listen 
to the, the audio quality. And if there's time, this might be able to happen. And so firstly, the fact that someone that I depend on can say to me, no, really demonstrates the type of leader that I am. Secondly, the willingness to try without knowing if it's going to be quote unquote successful also like the proof in the pudding. And I mean, the fact that she's up at midnight on a Saturday night is my kind of fun. <laughs> so answering work messages, whatever. But you know, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like what kind of a leader do you want to be? And you know, an older version of me would probably have expected Shannon to drop everything, clear her schedule and get it fucking done. And then have had opinions about why or why not that could have happened. That's just not like, that's not the way I want to lead. I don't want to say that's not the way it works. That's probably how 90% of the world operates. But it's that type of like my way or the highway. There's only one right way. You're lazy or you're like effective. I, I just don't see the world in the binary anymore. And so I don't expect anyone else to either. I live by my values. I lead by my values. I hire by my values. That's crucial. And I connect with my values. I mean, these aren't just like marketing techniques. These aren't just, you know, visioning and, and purpose planning in your business. Like when you hire people because they share your same values, it will change your business and change your life. You can pretty much teach anybody to do anything. So think about how your values can help you lead. And a really interesting exercise that I do with people is I get you to, you know, figure out what your values are. And then on a scale of one to 10, how often are those values showing up for you in work in a specific relationship in specific conversations in your sales, et cetera. It'll be a really interesting exercise because sometimes not all values get to show up all of the time. But if you prolong that, you're going to start to get really resentful. And so when you understand, well, family is my value, but success is my value, that might mean I have to reschedule this pitch so that I can go to the family dinner. Or that might mean I have to let my family know we're rescheduling family dinner because I need to get this pitch done. I like to think of it like as a triangle. So you've got time, you've got money, you've got energy. And as a leader, you're constantly kind of negotiating those three. And when you pay people, it's because you've got the money to do it. You're going to save time. You're going to save your own energy. You're going to put your energy into something else, which is leading those people. But leading people for me is like one of my favorite things to do. And for anybody that works with me, they know I'm very hands-off. I'm very trustworthy. I, I pay people a good amount of money for what they do. And you know what? It doesn't take me any energy to manage them because I hire from values. They're good at what they're fucking do. And I let them do their job. I also work with a lot of people that are constantly trying to nickel and dime the price. They're looking for the cheapest resource. And then lo and behold, that person doesn't actually have the skill set that they expected and they spend a fuckload of time and energy managing it. So sure, they saved on the money. But so do you see how those three kind of interact with each other? You can pay experts. That's going to save you on time. That could potentially even save you on money. A mentor will connect you with their network potentially. I mean, you should be very specific when working with a mentor what you expect to get from them. But that'll save you a heap of time and potentially a heap of energy and like, you know, save you some money in the long run. Community is going to be an incredible resource for a leader. And Coco D said something that just knocked my socks off the other day. If I have to go to Google, I haven't, I haven't done my job. And she's got multiple businesses just like I do. She's an, you know, industry agnostic. And I love that idea that when a leader says, if I don't know who to call, I'm not leading the way that I want. We may have had some really problematic, really traumatizing 
experiences. We just may never have been inspired by a leader. We might not have that example. I have a whole other episode on how to create that character and how to actually put the steps in place and the accountability to become, you know, the leader that you want to be. Fake it till you become it, as Amy Cuddy says, presence, quantum business book club plug. If there's so many examples out there and you can, you know, paper doll it, like you can find their way of speaking and their branding and their values and their philanthropy and the way, you know, the way they support their family or their community. And you can also be like, but I hate how they only buy designer brands or I hate how they're, they don't support local businesses or I don't like their political views on something or, you know, their religious stance or, I mean, like now I'm just babbling, but the point is you can, you can piecemeal that ideal character together and create something really inspiring and then reverse engineer to figure out what do I need to do to get there. Acknowledge everywhere you've been. No leader got here unscathed. You know, let's go back to the hero's journey or the artist's journey. Another quantum business book club, shameless plug. You've learned something. You've experienced something. All of that is going to inspire your leadership. And I mean, if accessibility and relatability are values of yours, that's going to play hugely in your ability to lead. Know who you are, know what your skill is, know what you're passionate about, and do whatever the fuck you can to amplify that. Surround yourself with people, find other communities, educate yourself, practice. Like when you can focus on what you do best and just let everything else happen or potentially even not happen, it's going to be fine. Like at me on that one. You don't even know what to sell yet. Just start talking about what you're passionate about. If you've been in business for ages and you've lost your mojo, go find something fucking fun. And it might not be work at all. And then bring that back into work. Maybe it's learning how to play golf. Maybe it's learning how to take analog photography. Maybe it's going hiking. Maybe it's yoga and breath work. Like, Maybe it's code and crypto. Like there's there's so many things that are so accessible now. There's no excuse to say, I don't know what to do and I don't know what I'm passionate about. Go, maybe it's just learning. That's me. Like, I don't know that there's any one thing that fucking keeps me up at night. But like when I find something, I go down the rabbit hole, <laughs> web three. <laughs> and then I, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That was fucking awesome. You know, like now I know Kung Fu. And then I'm kind of on to the next thing. Don't get me wrong, crypto on the blockchain is a fucking future. But like, you know, how am I now implementing that in business? How am I helping my clients implement that? How is this going to move the needle in their business? That's what I'm onto now. So know, know who you are. Look back. You've got plenty of market research, my friend. And feel the feels. What I do want you to do is figure out where you're growing to. And release whatever is holding you the fuck back, especially any ideas about who you have to be or how you have to do it. Because you get to do it however the fuck you want. And one of the reasons this is so present of mine is if you had told me I'd be in Italy ordering salads instead of cheese ravioli and not eating gelato, I would have told you, fuck that person. I hate them. But the reality is, it's like, I don't need a whole cup of gelato. I just need a bite. And I was with five people who were very happily ordering gelato on the regular. So I don't need to get my own gelato. The vegetables and the salad, like they were, it tasted like candy because it was so fresh and so delicious. And the way that I felt after in the 100 degree slash 40 degree heat 
was a hell of a lot better than how I would have felt had I had some big, heavy ass meal. And like, it probably sounds really superficial or really lame. My relationship with food has been one of my biggest struggles in my life. And getting to a point where I don't feel like I'm punishing myself, I actually feel like I'm rewarding myself with healthier choices, healthful choices, like no comparison or judgment. I'm not, I don't give a shit what you fucking eat, but the way that that food would feel in my body, and I know how a whole fucking cup of gelato feels in my body. Like it was just amazing. Like it gave me the trust to know I can actually be the person I want to be without feeling like I have to sacrifice or punish myself or bully myself or berate myself. There's so much that I'm stepping into right now. The amount of money that I'm making, the people that I'm working with. If my 18 year old fucking angry as fuck self or my 25 year old punk as self sat down with me or saw me at the bar, they would judge the shit out of me. And that's okay. I can take their fire and their rage and their contrary and contradictory, my way or the highway, there's only one right way, black and white perspective and appreciate it and be grateful for the drive and the success that it did create and also not want to do that anymore. I'm tired of being angry. I mean, I gave that up a really long time ago, but even just the need to be right. When you let go of that, everything changes. It gets so much easier. Give back. As a leader, you're going to find yourself in positions where you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to get to the next level. Like give more, get into your communities. Don't join communities to build business. Join communities to give resources, your expertise, your knowledge. Go back to that thing that you love so much. Join communities based around that. Everything doesn't have to be a fucking networking opportunity or a sale. Or, you know, express gratitude for the people supporting you. Call out your Shannons and your Annas and your Scots and your Angels and your Cocos and like, and, and give them, you know, public attention. You know, this is where like employee of the week is like actually a thing when you make it such. We don't give your people some just bullshit fucking reward point system or like, you know, some bottle that they're never going to drink. Get your rewards in line with your values. See what happens then. As a leader, I honestly feel like if you just like thanked everybody, I, I just did a podcast episode with a Balinese business owner here. Pranasanti is the name of the business. Lou Manis is her name. She literally built her business with a gratitude practice. She said when she didn't have work, when she didn't have money coming in, when there was nothing more that could be done, she just thanked God. She's very spiritual. She's a Jeddo, which is a Balinese priestess, built this thriving business, taking tourists on healthful experiences. And she just blew me the fuck away when I talked to her. I knew I needed to get her on the podcast, but like you listen to it. And I, I urge you to, because the way that she built her business is the opposite way I've ever thought about building business. And I certainly any Western people that I talk to. And it was by simply being the person she wanted to be and being grateful for that opportunity. Finally, like if you don't know, if you're listening to this and you don't feel like you've gotten any answers and you don't know how to be the person you want to be and you find yourself continually shooting yourself in the butt and you aren't getting the results that you want, like get fucking hell. And I'm not saying hire me as your coach. I'm probably not going to be able to do that for a couple of months, at least until, I don't know, we'll see. But ask someone. Like learn how to ask for help. If your people are disappointing you, you're having the wrong conversations. If you're always being let down, maybe it's not them. Ask different questions. Explain what it is that you're looking for, why you feel disappointed. Ask, how can I, one of the things I say to my people all the time 
is what do I need to do to make sure you can be successful? What timelines do you need from me? What deliverables do you need from me? How many check-ins do you need from me? When do you need those check-ins? How far in advance in order to make sure that you get this done by the deadline? Like, how can you help them help you? There are so many experts and so many mentors and so many coaches and so many consultants and so many solution providers out there. And if you've been burned, I guarantee you, you fucking learned something about that. And that's how you can step into being a better leader. That's how you can find what resonates with you, what inspires you and what expands you. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Do you like the abrupt endings? I feel like I just go to like abrupt ending. The launch will also, I'll have the launch details in the show notes. If you're in business, if you've ever wanted to work with me, if you're also curious about building wealth outside of just your sales and your income, if you want to be connected with the people I'm paying six figures to access, this might be the thing for you. It's actually the best thing I've ever done. And I'm, I'm working with one of the best people I've ever met, one of the most successful people I've ever met. If you don't know who Coco D is, you've got to go check her out. Get on, I, you know, listen to her podcast, get on her newsletter. But yeah, what we're going to be building is something neither of us have ever done before. And it's fucking fire. That's actually why I got to go because we have a meeting right now. So I'm going to let you go. I love you. Thank you so much. You know, if this has been resourceful, helpful, share it, rate it, review it. Don't leave it to everybody else. Make it happen. Leader, take me to your leader. Okay. That's it. I love you. Bye. Bye.